Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um, again, it's just Dahlia. Sorry, I know you all miss Rookie. Um, by you all, I mean like the five of you that actually listen, but for whoever listens, I appreciate you again. So I'm not sure how long this is going to be. This was kind of a last minute idea again, kind of like last time. Um, but I'm leaving for camp tomorrow and I talk about camp all the time on podcast on my TikTok. I'm like so excited. I'm such a camp person. So I'm going to be talking about, I guess, like my tips and tricks and advice for those going to camp. This is for counselors and for campers. So if you want to hear some fun anecdotes or some tips um, or advice, then keep on listening. So I go to Camp Moshevah IO. That's in Honesdale, Pennsylvania. If you haven't heard of it, that's fine. Nobody has. Um, but I know a lot of people go to Moshevah in um, California, Moshevah Wild Rose, Ennismore, um, Stone. You know, those are all the like B'nai Kiva ones. But a lot of people go to you know Lavi, Marasha, Masora, all those places. Um, so whatever camp you're going to, I made sure that all of these little bits that I'm going to be sharing are pretty much universal. Um, but, you know, if you're from Moshva IO or one of the other Moshevas, shout out to you. You're awesome. I mean, everyone's awesome, but like, I love Moshva. <laughs> um, okay, let's get started. So I think first thing, this is for if you're a camper. I'm going to be a little bit all over the place with this, but, you know, it's kind of interesting for a camper to listen to advice about, like, counselors, because you don't really know, like, what it's like to be a counselor in Mosheva, um, or in camp in general. It's it, it can be tough. So, first thing I would say is that if you're a new camper, or if you're going and you don't really have any friends with you, well, first thing, if you're first time going there and you have friends going with you, make sure you request them in your bunk. But also make sure you request people that you know that you can live with. If you're in college or you're in a dorming situation, you know that there is um, a difference between someone who's like your friend who you who you love hanging out with and someone that you can live with. I have so many friends who I love to death and I'm so close with them, but I think I would kill them if I lived with them, you know? So make sure that you know that that not every single person you're friends with, you're going to be good to live with. Um, so that's very important. Also, don't be afraid if you don't have any friends going. I think I had one friend. When I went um, to camp for the first time, I started when I was eight. It's so young now that I think about it. And if you were all wondering, because I'm sure you were, um, this is my 10th summer at camp. So I, I'm like an expert, you know? Um, not really, but still. So yeah, don't be afraid if you don't have any friends, because there are guaranteed so many other people that are also going without friends, and you're going to make friends. You, on the first, like, during the first week, you're doing so many bonding activities to get to know everybody else in your bunk, and also, like, icebreakers, which everybody hates icebreakers, but, you know, they're helpful sometimes if you don't have any friends. Um, And, yeah, like, as a counselor, one of the first things you're supposed to do is bond with your bunk and get everyone to bond with each other so that you become like a unit and so that other people who don't know like people in camp can make friends um 
And also keep in mind that just general activities that you do are going to get you closer with other people. Like, let's say, this is kind of an IO thing, I don't know if it's a thing anywhere else, but um, when you go in the lake, you need a buddy. Um, you need to go, you need to swim around with someone and stay with them the whole time. That's how I met a lot of my friends, because I didn't have a buddy, because I didn't have a lot of friends there, and then random girls would get matched up with me, like, counselors would be like, okay, these two girls don't have partners, so they'll be buddies with each other, and then that's how you make friends, and same for other activities. You're constantly with these people, and, you know, you're going to end up making friends. You're going to sit with them at meals and end up talking. You're going to go on a hike and maybe you're a little bit slower than everyone else, so you end up in the back and you hang out with those people. Camping, you end up in certain tents. It's called the Schmutz and Moshe Bosch. It's Moshe Bosch. Um, So yeah, I, here's the thing. If any of my friends are listening to this, you're going to make fun of me because you're going to be like, you're literally the least outgoing person. Um, But, you know, there are certain situations like being in camp where you just have to be outgoing. Um, not necessarily outgoing, but you need to, you know, put yourself out there a little bit more just for a little bit so that you can make the friends that you're going to have for a long, long time. My friend Talia, Talia, if you're listening to this, love you. Um, her and I met in camp probably when I was like nine or 10 years old. And her and I are now working together in Moshevat years and years later like these are friends that you not necessarily all of them but these some of these people are people that you're going to be in touch with for a long time afterwards so there's that so just you know putting yourself out there that's super important but you don't need to put yourself out there necessarily the whole month like the first week really makes or break your summer because that's like when you don't put a lot of pressure on yourself obviously but that's like when you really solidify who your friend group is going to be. Another thing that I think is also super important is to understand your counselors. Because I did Ada Hay, which is eight and nine-year-olds, um, two summers ago, obviously because of COVID. I wasn't there last summer. And one of the things that my co's and I always stressed to our kids was that you don't know what we're what we're going through because sometimes dramatic but like you don't know what we have to deal with and the rules that we have to follow that might be in our contract that you don't like that we are making you follow but like we have to because legally we signed a contract and we have to agree to everything so we every time a kid would be like that's so not fair you hate us or why are you doing this and we remind them and say remember what we said on the first night that you guys don't know everything that we have to follow. You don't know what we have to do. And I know that's so frustrating. Trust me. When I was a kid, there were so many rules that I was like, this is so stupid and like all that stuff. For example, there is a rule. I'm going to give you some of you campers, if any campers are listening to us, a little inside, a little insider information. Um, one of the rules that some bunks don't follow, some bunks do follow, is that you're not allowed to sit on another person's bed. That is supposed to protect um, kids and counselors from being um, in inappropriate situations or being uncomfortable with another person. So even though it's such a stupid, it seems like such a stupid thing, it's very important. And 
you know, you kind of have to remember that there's another side to all the rules and regulations and all the things that seem so frustrating. Like, there's a certain um, spot in Mosheva where you are not allowed to go past um, to the lake. Like, there's a line um, and says you can't go past here, like, by the lake. And it seems really annoying, but it's really for safety because, you know, if someone passes that line and nobody knows, they could, something God forbid could happen to them at the lake. And, you know, it seems so frustrating. It really does. Trust me, I know. I was a camper, too, so I totally understand. Just remember that there are rules that your counselors have to follow, and they could get fired if they don't. So it sounds so crazy, but just remember. And also remember that counselors are, like, running on basically no sleep. At least for me, I was exhausted. My days off, all my kids were like, you get days off, you get to like hang out with your friends. And I was like, I was sleeping the whole day. I don't know what you're talking about. I maybe took one day to hang out with my friends. And then the rest of my days I spent sleeping because you're just so drained and exhausted. And also keep in mind, something we would always say to our kids is we, you don't, this is a all camp type of thing. You don't go to camp if you want to get paid. Sorry. It's just not true. If you're going to camp to get paid, you're going to be sorely disappointed. Um, because you really don't make much. I'm not going to share how much I make because that's no. Um, you really don't make a lot for how much you do. So what's the only other reason that we would come to camp? It's because we want to be there. Because Usually it's because, you know, you went to camp and want to come back as staff, which is me because you loved camp or because you really want to have that experience of being in camp because people just love being in a camp environment. Um, so whenever our kids would be like, you're just here to get paid. You don't care about us. We're like, we're here because we want you to have a good time. Like that, like stop. That's it. Like, I promise you that's it. We don't come to get paid because we don't get paid anything like that much, you know? We're not allowed to accept tips. That's in Moshla, I.O. That's the rule. Um, I've heard other camps who are, and other camps think that we're crazy for not accepting tips. Actually, this is a really funny story. Um, if you're still listening, like, this is, this is a good story. There was a girl in my bunk who was not a good kid. Like, she was really mean to all the other girls. She was kind of a problem kid. And something that's really funny is that when we met all the parents on visiting day, we they they would like walk in and like barely say anything to us, and we my cousin and I would look at each other and be like, oh, that's why your child is the way they are because like you can just tell like parents would walk in for example, and let's say like all their other kids were like running around and they weren't you know yelling at them to not like destroy the bunk and weren't really disciplining them or paying attention. Those kids, their child, their camper, tended to be, you know, not following rules and, you know, not listening to us. And so we were like, okay, like, now we understand. So a mother and her husband and all her other kids came in, and her mother comes over to me um, after speaking with her daughter, who was in my bunk, and said, so I heard Blank is having a really hard time. Um, She said that you know, she doesn't feel that she's getting as much attention as she should be. And, you know, there are certain parents that we were told to, that their kids were so bad 
that we were told to uh, direct them straight to the, not that they were so bad, but, like, if they were extremely homesick, like, um, I didn't mean to say bad, if they were overly homesick, or if they were just having certain issues, not necessarily anything crazy, but if they were um, parents that we were having issues with, we were told to direct them to our brochet da. Um, so this girl, we knew immediately, like, she was not a good kid. Uh, I mean, I'm sure at, in her heart she was. She was probably just having some issues. Um, she really tried. She tried to be nice and good and listen to the rules, but she was just very difficult. Her mother was like, so I heard that so-and-so blank is having a hard time. She feels she's not getting enough attention. And I said, yeah, it's kind of hard. I tried to put on, like, my professional cap, and I was like, I know, it can be very hard. There's only three of us, and we have this many girls. Um, and, you know, it, it, it can definitely be difficult. I totally understand that. We can be more mindful of that. I'm sure my my Roche would love to talk to you more about this because I have other parents to speak to. And she goes, oh, no, no, no. Um, I just think you can give her more attention. And I was like, mm, I don't think that's how, like, I, I, we're gonna try like we're gonna try our best you know like we we really want her to have an amazing time and give her all the attention she deserves but we have to be mindful that there are other girls too and we're we're spread pretty thin and she takes money out of her she slips out like a 20 or something out of her pocket and she was like are you sure and she starts like handing it to me and she's like are you sure like you can't like, you know, and she's, and she's being kind of quiet about it because she knows that there's no tips allowed. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, um, so I'm actually not allowed to accept tips. I so appreciate. Thank you so much for thinking of me. But I'm not allowed to. I could get fired. She was like, I, I won't tell anyone. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. So I, I kind of just directed her away from it. I was like, no, no. Um, And then my my co's kind of saw that I was uncomfortable and like pulled me away and I told them what happened and they were like oh my god that's insane so that is what counselors sometimes have to deal with you know um it's it's rough sometimes but we keep going back because we enjoy it you know I had a counselor who it when I was way younger probably like better Gimel which is middle school um who was still working at camp that's how much she loves it, you know? We're there because we enjoy it and because we want other campers to have the same experience that we had. That's why I go, because I had an amazing experience and I want to give that to someone else. So there's that. So just keep that in mind, campers. Um, you know, following rules. Following rules, like I said before, sucks. It really does. Because, you know, you just want to be able to do whatever you want. And some of the rules, like I said before are very annoying and very tedious. But, you know, a lot of those rules are in place so that you can have a good time. Going against those rules is not going to be fun for you because you're going to get in trouble. I never understood this as a camper. I was kind of goody two-shoes. I was like, yes, these are, like, annoying, but, like, at the same time, like, why would I want to, like, break the rules and then have to, like, be docked from an activity or have to talk to the head of the camp about it, or get in trouble, like, why would I want to do that, you know, I just never understand it, and your counselors will be having a significantly better time with you, and, you know, be happier to do things with you if you're respectful, 
Um, I'm sure there were times I was not respectful to my counselors because, you know, teenagers are the worst. Um, and, you know, we lash out and stuff like that. But counselors are people too. Remember that. Um, and when a kid, even though counselors are not supposed to hold grudges, like they're not supposed to, like if a kid does something mean to a counselor, they're not going to, you know, just act like horrible to them afterwards because it's just not fair, you know, but a counselor will be more excited, I guess. Um, and you know, I guess the word is like sticky and fun and excited and less tired and overwhelmed when the kids are listening because guaranteed the counselors don't want to have to tell you to do stuff. Like they're not, we're not excited to be like, you guys have to do this because we know you're not going to want to, but the experience is just going to be so much better for everybody if everyone just follows the rules. I know it's so annoying, but it's true. Um, yeah, I, I think I kind of understood that as a kid, because like I said, I was such a goody two-shoes. Um, but, you know, it's, it is it is annoying, and I do get it, and I'm sure I had my moments. I don't remember everything, but I did, I'm sure you had, we all had our moments. Um, and, you know, I I think as when I was younger, I was less involved in, like, camp things, if you're from IO or from any, like, but in Akiva camp, like any of the Moshevas or Stone, you probably know what like Sloshira is, for example. It's like the singing on Saturday night, like the like a Kumsitz or a Tish or something like that. Those things when I was younger were not exciting to me. I was like, we're just like sitting in a circle like singing. This is like so weird and like culty and whatever. Yes, it's very culty. I understand. But May Akiva is a cult. It is. But really just it's so much more fun to be involved. And like I said, first of all, when you're involved, you make friends. And when you're involved, it's so much more fun. It was just, it was boring as anything to just sit and not sing during Sloshi Ra. Like you just, you weren't doing anything. You might as well be involved and pass the time. And as you get older, I really started to appreciate all of those things because those are the things that make camp fun and make camp unique to other camps I guess so being involved I think is really important and also remember that camp is too short to waste this is for counselors and for campers because keep in mind that camp is only a a month or maybe two months long and that's really not that long it's not like you're in college or you're in seminary or you're in high school where you have a few years to like you're like oh I have next year if I don't like my my um what's it called my roommates this year I'll have new roommates next year if I don't like my count my classes this year I'll have I have another year like whatever camp is so short you really need to make the most of it whether whether it's friends if you have a friend group like I did in camp at a certain point that was incredibly toxic you really need to like not waste your time on that because all that meaningless drama will not matter in a month wouldn't you rather remember your camp experience as like a fun experience where you made amazing friends I did make amazing friends but there were points where I wasted my time on useless drama really really useless drama and 
you just need to remember that that is simply not important in the long run. And, you know, you're going to regret not doing that one activity that, you know, you were moping through or that you were too nervous to do. You really just need to make the most of every single second because at some point it's just going to be a memory and you're going to, like, the worst thing is thinking, you know, I wish I had done that. I wish I hadn't done that. I wish I hadn't acted that way. Um, and again, I said it's like for staff and it's for campers because some things just in the long run will not matter. The drama that you have in camp is not going to matter in a month. It just won't. Like, sorry to break to all of you, but it just won't. And, you know, you just you want to like look back on camp and think like that was so much fun. That thing that I was afraid of that I ended up doing was so cool. I can't wait to do that next time. Or I'm glad I took that risk. I'm glad I, you know, dropped those terrible friends of mine and found these amazing people. You know, you don't. It's two months or one month out of the whole year, out of 12 months of the year. You really need to make the most of it. You really, really do. So that's probably my biggest piece of advice is to not waste your time. Because every second, every minute counts. It really does. Because camp makes a really big impact on a lot of people. So, yeah. And now I have a couple of smaller things, like things to bring and stuff, um, that maybe if you're newer to camp, um, whether you're a new staff, new camper, whatever, it's good to know. First thing I would say is, these clip-on fans are hands down the best thing ever. I don't know if other camps bring them, but like Mosheva, we love our clip-on fans. They, like, I don't know how to describe it. They're like, they're, they're like those, um, imagine those like fans that you put, like, they're like on a stand that you put like in a room. They're smaller than that and they have a clip so you can clip it to your bed because it can get hot. Also, one time, in, when I was a counselor in Idaho, all the power in the whole camp went out. And so all of our um, fans didn't even work. That was terrible. But there are times when you, you're, at least in most of all, we don't have air conditioning in our bunks, and it's like a lifesaver. It truly, truly is. So that's super important. I have friends who are coming to camp to most of all for the first time, and I said, you need to buy this. Like, it's so important. Um... And leave it on over Shabbos. You can, you can usually, with these types of fans, you can usually move them, kind of. So, um, if you're cold at night on Shabbat, you can just move it away. So, you know, there's that. Um, I would also say to bring an egg crate, mattress pad, cover, whatever. It is the most amazing thing ever. In most Shabbat, I think in most camps, the mattresses are so incredibly thin. They're like Israeli mattresses that are so, so thin and crinkly and just not comfortable. And I've brought a mattress pad or egg crate since I first started going to camp when I was eight. And I still use the same one. It's so durable. You never need to get a new one. It's just, oh my God, actual lifesaver. I'm being so serious. It's lifesaver. So bring one of those. Um, they do take up a lot of space in bags, so just be aware of that. Um, as a camper, I always brought disposable cameras to camp because we were not allowed to bring phones. I never brought an iPod to camp. I didn't really have an iPod growing up, but a lot of campers do. I don't 
don't, I'm not in favor of those because I feel like it's not camp to me. Like when I'm a camper, I want to be in the moment. Um, so I always brought disposable cameras and this way it was easier to print them. You just bring them into the like Walgreens or something, have them put your pictures and yeah, I would really recommend bringing them. I might even bring one as a counselor because I just think they're cool and you know, yeah. And the last thing I would say is to bring shtick. Counselors and campers alike, bring your shtick. For Moshe.io, I don't know if it's different for other camps, each Ada has their own color. Ada means like a group. Um, each Ada has their own assigned color. So like, for example, Dalid is blue. Um, so bring blue shtick if you're in Dalid. Like if you have like a tutu that's blue, bring it. You have a onesie of like a unicorn or something, bring it. Like, you're gonna be like the coolest person in camp, like seriously. Um, shtick is like the best. Counselors especially have to bring shtick. You don't want to be that lame counselor that shows up in a blue t-shirt while everyone's like decked out and like necklaces and headbands and face paint and like all that stuff, you know? Um, so yeah, that's what I would really recommend because I remember all of like my coolest counselors were, um, you know, sticked out on the first day especially so that's what I would say I am sure there's so much more that I could say um but you know it's kind of kind of a lot more I could say but you know I gotta pack (laughs) I'm currently in the middle of packing because I'm actually leaving tomorrow um and yeah so I hope all of you that are going to camp or soon going to camp or working at camp are going to have an amazing summer. I truly hope you do because we did not get this last summer and it's so exciting that we get to go. Um, I hope everyone has an incredible summer. You might not hear from us for a while unless Ricky decides to post a podcast while I'm in camp. Um, but yeah, please go to my TikTok. Um, it's Dahlia Elise, E-L-Y-S-E, um, on TikTok. And please comment on my most recent TikTok and let us know if you're watching and watching listening um and if you want us to do more because that's like one or two people say that they want more i would just we just want to know we don't want to know who's listening you know all that stuff um because we're not going to keep doing these if nobody likes them you know they're kind of fun for us but like still i want to know who's listening so yeah please hit us up, let us know, give us some recommendations for topics, because sometimes we just run out of ideas and we have no idea what to talk about. So, yeah, I hope you guys have a phenomenal summer, and yeah, so that's it for today's podcast. I hope you guys have a great summer, a great day, and talk to you next time.